Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, one comedian doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. All right, thank you guys for listening. This is Never Seen It, the show where comedians rewrite famous movies and television shows they have never seen. I am Kyle Ayers. I am your host. Today, I am joined by the hilarious Mike Lawrence. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Thank you for being here. And we have a wonderful cast of Teresa Lee. Hello. And Dave Ross. Hello. Uh, great. We're really... <laughs> I'm so bad at the beginning of these things. I love these NPR energy levels. Yeah, I, uh, I'm always afraid of being Hello. too loud on podcasts. Well, and, they can adjust that. Wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, are we recording? Okay, this? sorry, sorry. Never mind. We got to start. If, if you can adjust that stuff, we got to start over. <laughs> this is fun. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. I like that on. you have a fear of confrontation on your own podcast. Yeah, this is really about me yeah, working through stuff. You've booked all of us. <laughs> yeah, the most roundabout and you're way. You're scared of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100. <laughs> Actually, if you guys could sit further away. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to go through, we're gonna, what we're doing is we're talking about movies, we talk about the idea of movies you've seen, the idea that we're, everyone's so obsessed now with having seen all these things, there's so many shows, there's so many movies, most most conversation now is just people catching up on stuff that they've recently binged since the last time they saw each other, and i said this before, but basically this whole thing started when I got tired of telling people I'd seen The Wire, and so <laughs> I just got, I had learned enough about The Wire from lying in conversation to talk about it. And so we decided, you know, let's do something. Now we have people rewrite these things. And we're going to get to it in a little bit. Today we have Fight Club. Yes. Uh, which I'm very excited about. Mike, you hadn't seen Fight Club? No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I know. I I know I look like a you Tumblr page of guys who've seen Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. No. No. And I'm never going to. Well, good well, for Well, that's you. more interesting than having never seen it. Yeah. Is knowing you'll never see it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, call the show Never See It. Never See It? <laughs> Comedians just yell about movies that they'll never Don't see no see matter it. what. <laughs> no, this fat fuck is going to die before he gets David Fincher's full <laughs> filmography. <laughs> well, that's okay. And so what we want to kick it off is we do a game here at the end of the entire show uh, called... This is the beginning. This though. is the beginning. This is going to be a tease. Okay. Called my my dad watches a movie trailer for a movie he's never seen and then describes it and you have to guess what movie he's describing. That's okay. so great. And my dad has never he hasn't been to a movie theater since Space Jam. That's the last time he went and he fell asleep and he said, "Well, I can't go back to this." Well, yeah, there's a reason why. <laughs> it was yeah, he How do you lived it. Um, right, it's a good walk off movie to see in theaters. Yeah, the next movie he went to, it's like, all right, so it's got Bugs Bunny <laughs> and Michael Jordan, but no Bill Murray. I'm out. <laughs> it had both of the famous people he knows: Bugs yeah. Bunny and Michael Jordan. Are you gonna say Wayne Knight? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so fat I, Wayne Knight, my the dad, only Wayne Knight that matters. <laughs> Is there a thin Wayne Knight? Now? Yeah, there was That's like actually a, a Girl Scout cookie. There was a dark oh, period in yes. the early two thousands. Uh, oh man, I don't even know what to believe <laughs> yeah, anymore. It's not good when yeah. he was going to survive more. Yeah, I want to believe that it was the poison that he absorbed in Jurassic Park. lose the weight. Well, he, he had to be thin after they uh, or after they let all the air out of him in Space Jam, and he flew <laughs> around, and he was just the flimsy skin. Yeah, that's literally what he looked like. I don't know if we're writing down episode titles but flimsy skin wayne knight will get us some hits from sites that other websites probably wouldn't yeah yeah probably wayne knight.com <laughs> they're talking about me. can i do the show uh so we're gonna play so what i showed my dad a movie trailer he 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 had some notes on it like he would write down and then he reread those back the notes and so then you have to guess what movie if you think you know just hold it till the end you can raise your hand if you want but don't yell it during it and so they're gonna get harder so this first one is the easiest one um and so we ready to play this is this game called can we just talk without you recording me son yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that he has no cell phone we had to like find someone with the cell phone to get him to a record bunch it of clips of your dad going kyle <laughs> get it together oh boy <laughs> you're still doing the stand-ups <laughs> yeah. you know you can always go back to school <laughs> that that see that's where you would lose him <laughs> like, you had your shot at school too <laughs> can you weld <laughs> All right, so here's 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 dad movie number one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's a guy who hires the girl to help him be a security <laughs> officer for secrets. <laughs> it's illegal. And it's mostly shots of his face really close. The infrastructure is crumbling and really bizarre. The world bends over and no one seems very concerned. And then everyone is sleeping in beds with IVs hooked up to themselves. Everyone in ties. They're professionals. But some of this might be in space. What is this noise that keeps happening? I don't remember if that's the end or not. Yep, that was the end. That was just him figuring out how to stop the Why does your dad sound like Jesse Ventura whispering? (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell you something about 9-11. He only knows Jesse Ventura, the politician, so that's why he's focused on the whisper. (laughs) Any ideas? I think I know. Well, I have two guesses. I have no guesses. I have no guesses. Yeah. All right, Teresa. Am I allowed to guess? Guess. Oh, okay. I think it's when he said it's infrastructure crumbling, I think it's either Inception or... 
doctor. What's the super one? It is Inception. Doctor- oh, it is. Okay. It is Inception. Yes. Um, now you can see it, right? Well, what was your wrong crumbling? answer going to be? Doctor Strange. The walls change. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> see, the key was the infrastructure crumbling. Right. That's all he wanted to talk about afterwards too. <laughs> he was like, "So no one was worried about." He was an iron worker, so he's like, "No one's worried about how this is going to affect like what about like plumbing?" Like that's he watches the trailer and wonders how the plumbing yeah. is going to run Man, in that's Inception. So f- I mean, how? he casually uses words like infrastructure. Yeah. The space <laughs> thing confused me. That's why I thought maybe Doctor Strange. I think it's Joseph go, Gordon-Levitt oh, fighting yeah. in the elevator or whatever in the <laughs> hotel like where it's rotating. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's funny you say that about your... We're, we as people can focus on like three things total in our whole life. My father, every time he watches a... He was in the Navy my whole life. Every time he watches a movie about the military, he's like, ah, they're not saluting right. Yeah. This is all <laughs> crap. Yeah, all can't suspend it. his disbelief at for all. the thing he knows. Yeah, my, my dad was obsessed with watching stuff set in San Francisco because... That's where he was happiest before moving to Florida. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, like, he'd watch, like, Rock for Five, like, all, any show. He would even, like, get misty-eyed during, like, the full house opening because they show, like, the, oh, man. like of all the TGIF shows when I was a kid, that was the one. He's like, all right, it's, wake up, San Francisco, I'll watch it. He's like, I will show you my smile again. Yeah. Be here. Just cut out all the scenes but only show the establishing shots. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good present. That's a place I know. <laughs> That's when I watched comedy. Comedy movies, I always focus on like, this isn't realistic. Look at there's people in the audience at this comedy show. Yeah. This can't be like real life. I'm just picturing you coming home sometimes to your dad sitting alone at the kitchen table just staring at a box of rice aroni. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an empty box. Just a deep, deep sigh. Yeah. Oh. The San Francisco treat. <laughs> Before just your like fucking mother once. decided yeah. we had to move to Florida. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, uh, Mike, when you what, what's like your earliest film, like movie going experience? Like, what's the first time you remember going to movie theater and being like, "I like these"? Um, I saw Die Hard when I was five years old. Yeah, and it, it and it was amazing. It was amazing. What? Who did? Who did you go alone? I remember my my mom and my my older brother, and um, it was. I don't think she knew what it was, although it was a radar movie. But I just remember certain scenes from it. I mean, I remember Al Powell and then, you know, seeing him in Family Matters later. And then um, just, yeah, certain things in that movie. Hans Gruber and stuff. Yeah. yeah mesmerized. Yeah. What is, uh, so like how. And Spaceballs. Those are, those are probably my first two movies. Yeah. So what, that's so, what it like makes it. Do you still go see in a lot of movies, like in movie theaters and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to one here, and well, yeah, who knows when I this go. Will air, but. I go to uh, all the superhero movies. I bring, um, I, I wear the shirt of the characters mm-hmm. that I'm going to see. It's my sports. I, I, yeah. uh, I get my action figures. That way, if the movie is disappointing and the characters break my heart, I have a pure version of them in my hand. <laughs> Um, here's the thing with justice league i'm gonna cry if it's good it won't be uh i will cry because i never thought i'd get to live to see all the heroes on screen at once and if it's not and it's very like batman vs superman i weeped openly because uh batman was killing people and then i saw a five-year-old in a batman shirt and realizing that that's the world he lives in and that's the kind of heroes he gets to grow up with destroyed me yeah, I get really emotional about the shit. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, that's because yeah, it's such yeah. a big part about who you are when you're growing up and oh, everything. Yeah. And superhero movies weren't eight yeah. a year while we were I could, growing I could, up. I could tell you that uh, Trump had a chance of winning um, the moment Man of Steel came out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is both the Superman and president we deserve. <laughs> yeah. 
The, the amount of people that were justifying why Superman should have killed Zod made me think that that Trump then would have a chance. Uh, it's it's kind of scary. I do yeah. believe you, but I believe it's funny. But I honestly believe that you're being honest when you say. Oh that. yeah, one hundred percent. Because when people are like, "Yeah, but heroes aren't like that anymore," it's like, "Oh, so you don't value things like honesty and yeah. not killing people and." Like, Superman in these new movies is just a douchebag. And so, that, but that's the heroes we get. Yeah, so we get what we deserve. Yeah, There's what we want. There's a parallel universe where DC movies are good. <laughs> and Hillary is in office. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is, okay, so how, what's the, like, early, like, superhero movies that, that you did like? Because um, it seems, like in a lot of people's heads, superhero movies being great, or good pretty consistently is a recent thing. I mean, I did, you know, I did love me some Howard the Duck because I was like five yeah. or six. <laughs> and I think when he looks at the play duck and, and sees the duck boobs, I think those were the first boobs I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first time I ever saw boobs in a, this is about to be the newest reoccurring segment of the podcast. Yeah. First, first <laughs> silver screen boobs. boobs. Yeah. I had on uh, my friend's birthday, I was in uh, fourth grade, and Kevin Licht's mom took us, L-I-C-H-T, uh, took us to see Starship Troopers. Yeah. And oh, yeah. she thought it was just like a, I, I, don't, I don't know what she took us to see this R-rated movie. And it is very violent, and there were boobs on screen, and I ate so much candy, I threw up on the way home, and she was like, did you throw up because you saw boobs? And I was like, no, well, now this is going to be a thing forever with me. And so those were my first were definitely Starship Troopers. And, my, and that was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my Starship Trooper memory, which is really sad, was um, they had uh, this Pepsi promotion in Florida where each can would give you like three dollars off like this like big carnival or whatever that was in town but you could just have as many cans as you wanted so i drank all 12 cans because i knew we were going after the movie and so i just had to go to the bathroom every like 10 minutes (laughs) starship troopers during starship troopers yeah and i remember thinking that that movie I didn't I mean all I associated with forever was just that I threw up at Kevin's birthday party but then I rewatched it as an adult and I'm like this is a pretty funny movie this is like a good example of satire and I also enjoyed the movie a lot yeah and it, it holds up so so Howard the Duck what about like a huge movie turning point was definitely Mario Brothers uh, when I was 10 oh really I went for a friend's birthday for that and that was when I was like this movie is bad like this is nothing like Mario this sucks you know uh, yeah and, but but then I was also like, you know, but Bob Hoskins is trying his best. Well, you were 10. Ligu- Liguizamo <laughs> is, you know, okay. This is and- really nobody's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing you at 10 with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, should I He's shave? His best. I guess I'll shave down to a mustache so the costume yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah. No. And then Street Fighter the, the next year, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? <laughs> Just like getting so angry about it. What the fuck? You're the what only- do you mean Dawson had to go into a transformation chamber to get the stretchy powers? It's yoga that makes him stretch. <laughs> fucking morons. Like, you're the only person whose childhood was ruined before it happened. Yeah. <laughs> movies. I was born with my parents divorced. <laughs> like Bane. So, I live in the Chateau of the Love. It's because uh, there's so much. It's, right now, there's such a like a the superhero movies right now. Did you ever? Okay, like 15 years ago, did you ever think this would be such a dominating force? Because you no. have always loved. No, because I got books. beat the the shit beaten out of me for liking it. No, yeah, I, I mean, I I didn't. I don't know if I still fully like it. It's very conflicting to me. 
Is there any I like? I mean, comic book sales are the worst they've ever been. So I think that superhero movies are popular, but I still don't think that like comic books and superheroes are. And a lot of the people that have co-opted them have like just ruined them and tried to take them away from kids. It's like these assholes who have to say shit like graphic novel. No, they're comic books. Yeah, just call them comic books. And uh, I want to specifically. This is this is so obscure yeah, yeah. and so. But this is something. Not it. I remember you posted on Facebook one time, and this stuck with me. And I've talked to people about it about how people associated the shift in comic book movies to gritty with the Dark Knight. Yeah, but it wasn't actually as dark and gritty as everyone always wanted. To, you were like, well, it was also like kind of cartoony, and, and it was a comic book. He's like sliding down piles of money and like yeah. all this stuff like that. And yeah. but people always say that's when it, it shifted to the serious tone of comic book movies. I guess it's still people associate with like DC and everything. Oh yeah, well I think what the Dark Knight did was it made people who always shed on comic books be like, "Oh, I could like this." But if you really do look at those films, they they are very cheesy, like at moments. But that's part of what's fun about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, like Two Face is a goofy concept. The fact that yeah. a lawyer <laughs> named Harvey gets half of his f- yeah. just a perfect exactly half, half. burned exactly. and flips a coin yeah. to decide things. Like totally. at some point, you're gonna get to the silliness of it but people are like no but this is mature because they film it in a real city and you know and and it's on location and stuff like that but it's like no they're still really goofy like go back and watch the dark knight and tell me how many dumbass dog metaphors are in that movie yeah <laughs> they mentioned dogs like every other two minutes um the the tiny lister jr scene i'm gonna do what you should have done 10 minutes ago yeah. it's so <laughs> cheesy it's yeah. the corniest shit that's what I, I – I always – that seemed to be the – in my head, that's what I always associate with the jump start of mainstream comic book to superhero movies and everything because that's probably the one – like that, that – It's Blade. Blade doesn't – Blade never gets the credit it deserves. Blade is the creation of the modern superhero movie as we know it, I think. Yeah. I mean, I – yeah. It's great. I like – I think I like all the Blades. I don't because know if I ever disliked any of them. I don't think you get Spider-Man and X-Men and all that stuff without Blade. Yeah, I guess the first... I, I saw Blade when it came out, but the first one I... remember seeing the first two Spider-Man movies and really, really liking those a lot. Yeah. And thinking that those were, like, like super saturated. Yeah. Like, very colorful. And Spider-Man's just so funny and comical on his own. And his... Like, Doc Ock is such a ridiculous-looking villain. Yeah. And then the guy with four giant dicks coming out of his back. (laughs) Probably the only dick innuendo in any superhero movie. (laughs) Doc Cock, yeah. This is the thing that I hate about the Spider Man movies and why I can't enjoy them and why. I mean, I know there's a lot of just me crying stories, but um, this is when I cry. I I, I don't (laughs) cry when people I love die. I cry when the people I care about fictionally betray me. Um, <laughs> when you have to watch their loved ones die over and yeah. over again at the beginning of the movies. Yeah, for a fucking hour in Spider-Man. Yeah. Any movie where Uncle Ben is still on screen in 45 minutes. <laughs> and it's not Rice. Is, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, nice, dude. It's two different Rice. <laughs> yeah, we're really going to talk. This is a Rice focus. Should we just podcast? pause and you can eat? Fucking, we can do a Yoshinoya reference uh, next. <laughs> no, but um, was that at the end of Spider-Man... Like I remember when I saw the first Spider-Man, it was the last day of, of my freshman year of college, and I knew that I was leaving and not coming back because I didn't do that well, and I was $14,000 in debt, and I knew I had to go back to working at McDonald's. 
Um, and so it was already like, I'm like, but Spider-Man's going to make me feel better because he's an outsider like I am and nobody understands this and it's okay. And when he's fighting the Green Goblin on the bridge and everyone goes, you go get him, Spidey. Like, do it for New York. You know, yeah. do it for the towers, right? Like all that post 9-11, like New York is suddenly just an amazing place we have to love. <laughs> I just broke down. I was like, even Spider-Man left me now. <laughs> oh, wow. He's popular? Like, what the like fuck? Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that those movies ruined Spider-Man because of that. In my mind. I, the, I can look at them now, and there's parts of all three Raimi movies that I like, but I cannot forgive that. Because Spider-Man was an outcast. Nobody liked him. James Jonah James, J. Jonah Jameson was affected by saying he was a menace, and the people believed it. Having J. Jonah Jameson in these movies and him saying Spider-Man's a menace and no one believing it neuters Jameson, and it takes away the alienation of being a teenager that Spider-Man represents. So they are horribly fought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there's something to how well you like people have intimate relationships with movies and they're very especially because you're talking about you remember the day you saw this you oh, remember yeah. specific days you saw specific things yeah. uh, there's something even more intimate about reading and, and, and a comic book is kind of like this great mash where it's your imagination and someone else's literal visual representation of their imagination oh yeah and you get to meld and you get to hold a comic book and live with the comic book and it's in your backpack and it's in your hand it's in your room and it's with you for the story is with you for a month that it takes you to consume it or whatever you know some a day maybe uh and then so seeing that translate over to a movie you can have such there's not that you can have these like built up expectations yeah you know it's funny with like seeing it like like Spider-Man has always felt the most Jewish of all the superheroes to me, and as a Jew, I've I identified with him because of that. And like those movies felt like they took the Jewishness out of Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to take your word. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then this new one kind of did the same, where he just doesn't feel guilt or responsibility and causes all the violence in the movie. So. I think what you need to do, Mike, is write the Jewish Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to... Uh, but Zero uh, Moistel is dead, so who will be my Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to... Uh, uh, now we're going to... It's a couple questions. Uh, the first one is going to be, what's the most like critically acclaimed... I, don't, I, I always like hate using the word best... But what is like the movie that you haven't seen that people are like I can't believe you and it's like what how have you not uh I'd say Godfather Part Two or the Titanic or just uh, the ti- Titanic <laughs> you sh- I like that, that you shock and oh, Titanic <laughs> <laughs> yeah the weekend it came I don't out think it was shock I think I think that was Teresa going oh, I love Titanic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about a time long ago. I still smell the paint just avoidance the, the guitar one? solo in the middle of my heart will go on just throws me off <laughs> that's it's the most unnecessary guitar solo can we that- somehow <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? I would love for you to tell James Cameron why you haven't seen Titanic. <laughs> it's the guitar solo in the middle no. of a song from no, the soundtrack. Was, I remember when it came out, like, three movies came out that, that weekend. Uh, that, I believe it was Tomorrow Never Dies, James Bond, which mm-hmm. I saw the next week, and Mouse Hunt. And Mouse Hunt was the one I saw opening day. <laughs> Dude, I saw movie. Mouse Hunt. I saw Mouse Hunt with my grandma. It's great. We just talk about Mouse Hunt for 40 more what, minutes. Mou- yeah. Just rewrite like, Mouse Hunt real hey, quick. We can either talk about how good Titanic might be or how Lee Evans should have had more of a stateside career. I mean, <laughs> what, what's more important to you? <laughs> a tr- <yeah. laughs> Come on. <laughs> Came to a fork in the road, and those were our yeah. two options here. I mean, before 
the ironic Christopher Walken appearances of the 2000s and cowbell and shit, you had him as the exterminator, and it was awesome. So, so both those are like about three-hour movies. Godfather Part Two has been out for a while. Yeah, that that part of it is the length. <laughs> Have you seen? But you've seen the first Godfather. I saw it. You're with, just like this kind of. I get it with um, uh, funny comedian and Italian stereotype Mike Racine. Oh. He was like, "You ain't never seen the Godfather," <laughs> and he got so mad towards the end of the movie. This is such a dick move of mine. Um, but you already hate me for my thoughts on Spider Man, so it's okay. Um, there's a scene in the movie. <laughs> where yeah, where uh, Marlon Brando dies, right? He falls with the oranges and shit. And I could see like Mike Racine's like seen this so many times, and he gets mm-hmm. teared up. And I just go <laughs> 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 because maybe you know that, wherever that, he is right now, he just like jolted or something and reached for his phone. Yeah, reached yeah. for his can of pasta sauce <laughs> in anger. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Racine makes pasta sauce. That's yeah, not yeah. just a no. Uh, he really does. That's not just a stereotype. There's, <laughs> There's uh, there's a there's a funny uh, South Park episode, the Walmart episode, where every time someone dies, they just shit themselves right afterwards. Yeah, and so that just it's the most poignant death scene, and just doing it, like he laughed first, and he was like, "You ain't a part of the family." <laughs> <laughs> and I just never we were gonna see part two, we just never did. And yeah, it's three hours, and I know yeah. part three sucks. Yeah. So then it's just, it's hard to commit to a three hour middle third. Yeah, and then Titanic. Yeah, it just that it's that long. I that's the thing. I know all the story beats of Titanic. I've just never sat down and and watched it all. Yeah, that's what the whole podcast. That's what this is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you kind of, yeah, but yeah. you do kind of understand that you wouldn't be surprised by probably anything the whole time. And so now, so you haven't seen either of those. I mean, the, the saddest thing about me not seeing Titanic is that in my mind, the biggest thing Billy Zane ever did was star in the Phantom. Oh, well, you're not going to consider a scene in Zoolander? Uh, so then what is the worst, and once again, that's that's for your interpretation, that word, the worst movie you've seen the most amount of times? Probably Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah. What are you approaching with the amount of times you've seen it? Probably seven or eight. Okay. And I know it's horrible, but I, I find it to be so fun in it. Because it is like one singular vision. Like, it's so wrong, but it's like, I mean, <laughs> Joel Schumacher's vision of Batman offends me a lot less than Zack Snyder's vision of Superman and Batman. But they're both extreme. Yeah. Batman and Robin is crazy. It's like if a neon sign were a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting, so but it it's is. fun. It's just... I've seen it a few times, too. Yeah. I saw it in the theater, um, maybe even twice. In theaters, yeah, dude, I love so bad movies. Eighteen bucks. Yeah, is that the one with the Riddler, Jim Carrey? No, that's Batman Forever. Okay, Batman and Robin was Mister Freeze and Bane oh, yes. and Poison Ivy. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Although oh, I, I, I will say, Batman Forever doesn't get the credit it deserves as being super campy. Oh, that was so my campy. first Batman, so that was my introduction. Yeah. No to way. That's got yeah. the nipples. That's, that seems that's like the campiest. The that, that's like what I think of when I would think of a campy superhero movie. Jim Carrey as the Riddler dancing yeah. around with his cane. Is there another villain in Batman Forever 2? Two-Face. 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 Right. Tommy Lee yeah. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And that's apparently the... he just couldn't stand Jim Carrey like in any capacity during the entire shoot. I believe that. If you can, Yeah, if you can stretch your imagination. <laughs> but that's why that one's so fun because the villains are kind of against each other. I remember the, the funnest headline I ever read was 
Viola Davis is having none of Jared Leto's shit on the set of Suicide Squad. Because, <laughs> like, apparently... He was, like, like, sending people rats and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and he was, like, fucking with them. He's like, I'm the Joker, you know? And then she was just like, shut up, Jared. That's <laughs> the best. That's amazing. For that Joker to be Good. accurate, he would just have to be applying for internships off screen. Well, here's the amazing thing. Remember, there was so much hype about it and, like, the pictures and, like, oh, and yeah, all this crazy shit he was doing. And then there was, like, he's in it for, like, six minutes. And yeah. I'm like... I think he pissed off the editors. Like, yeah. I think the editor was like, oh, you're going to have the last laugh, motherfucker. Just emailing them JPEGs of rats. <laughs> <laughs> Stop snapping me all these pictures. Yeah. Uh, so now I want to know your guys' two, uh, Dave and Therese. That'd be great if I didn't use any. I'd just point to you. Uh, worst <laughs> movies you've seen X amount. Of, like, what's the worst movie you've committed the most time to in your life? Uh, I think it's going to have to. It's bad. It's going to have to, 13 going on 30. I oh, will man. Want, and it's still on Netflix, and I'll watch it even now. When How many times have you a, seen it? 13 going on there? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Is it Zach Efron? Is no, that's that no. seven, 17 again, which I've uh, also okay. seen Jeff more than once. Like, stupid, oh, Dave. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, I've seen it more than 20 times, for sure. Whoa. Is that Ruffalo? It's Ruffalo, yeah. yeah. And, Imagine and Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Garner is yeah, really it's good. It's Imagine what you could have done with 40 hours of your life <laughs> with those two days. Now, have you seen Big? I have seen Big. Yeah, How does it compare it. to Big? I saw 13 going on 30 before Big. Okay. So I get that it's a reference to that. Uh, I like them both. I think Big has more very weird, like, pedophilic sort of undertone that yeah. I don't know. Is there that anything you didn't like about it? it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, up yeah, Rice yeah, again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know the next segment already? <laughs> Now, so she's a 13-year-old girl that wishes to be 30? Yeah, but she's, like, in the world as... It, it doesn't... It feels more modern. I mean, I watched it when it was new. So I, I gotcha. think it, it connected to me at the time. And then now I rewatch it and, like, refeel the feelings. <laughs> it's funny, like, I, I saw Big as a kid, and then when I watched it as an adult, the whole subplot of the mom just thinking that her son has been murdered and kidnapped <laughs> is so dark and sad where she's like talking to the friend and like where is he where is he and it's like so if he had stayed big it's just like in her mind her kid just would have been dead forever <laughs> yeah it's way darker that that version of it and yeah. and he comes back as an adult and so in her in her timeline like an adult man who probably kidnapped the kid it's just like very creepy and weird yeah alright Dave oh dude uh, for me, it's uh, it's Congo. Have you seen Congo? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Crichton's Congo? Oh, dude, I've seen Congo probably 25 times. Uh, for some reason, when I was a kid, I just loved that movie. Yeah. And uh, and I rewatched it like a few times in my 20s. And then it's on Netflix or Amazon maybe now. And I just rewatched it. You should watch this movie because... I am now watching it as a 35-year-old man convinced that the whole movie is a joke. Like, it's so hammy in such specific ways. All the characters are one note. It's almost like they were like, let's try to make a really, really awful movie and see if no one notices. Now it's and, sign and language it- <laughs> monkeys, right? Amy? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Thank and God like- it only took you 25 years to notice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I always knew it was bad. Was Even like, when I was a kid, I was like, this is for sure bad. Now, is but, it people in suits or is it CGI? It's people. Oh, as oh, the gorillas? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's people in suits. There's right. like a really uh, gross hmm. scene. This is all I can remember of an eyeball. Is that Congo? 
Yeah, that's Congo. Uh, yeah, and that's the one image that stands out. When you said Congo, I saw an eyeball. Like it just like flashed <gasps> back. Because I was a kid and I hate gory things, and it's just like a disgusting eyeball, and that's what I saw. When you they said did ad- they advertised it as like a horror kind of where these like apes will kill you, but most of it is just like they're walking through the jungle and they have a ton of money because there's this company that funds them and they're you know the they- apes have money. <laughs> no, but that's I, the I don't know anything about this. You're movie. thinking You're of just- Jurassic Park. Uh, well, that's the thing. Blade, it's like Blade check. They're both Michael Crichton, but it's like you can't follow dinosaurs with gorillas. It's like putting the feature after the headliner. Yeah. Like, you can't follow dinosaurs well, with that was gorillas. The thing. <laughs> I think what happened was like Jurassic Park blew up, and then they made every Crichton book into a movie after that. The 13th Warrior. Dude, that movie yeah. is crazy bad. It's yeah. so... But you also... Yeah, it's massive flop. My, my dad, because th- th- Congo and that were in a collection together... With uh, Sphere. Sphere was another Sphere one. Sphere was also bad, yeah. man. And the weird thing about like 13th that... Warrior is the 13th Warrior, the name of the book is Eaters of the Dead, which, you know, yeah. just call it that, man. Yeah. I, I haven't like... seen any of these. They probably yeah. thought it would be a well, zombie movie and people aren't going to. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. There's a scene in the 13th Warrior where, because the concept, Antonio Banderas plays, doesn't he play someone from, like, Mesopotamia? Antonio Banderas? No, he plays someone from Mesopotamia. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> he has like a... Oh, we were all so ready to see what you're going to say. And it was <laughs> yeah. so good. <laughs> you're supposed to believe he's Syrian, and then he he like meets up with this band of twelve Norwegians, and he doesn't band speak of their twelve la- other Nasalix bees. <laughs> and he, there's a scene where they're sitting around a campfire, and he can't speak the language, and he sits there and looks at them for thirty minutes, and then he knows how to speak their language. Uh, and I just want to write a movie. Just because like you're not you know smart I mean? doesn't mean other people aren't smart. <laughs> you know the, the, That's a good point. The worst rename of a movie is uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Is such a great movie. Uh huh. But remember, so it's like they released it. It didn't do that well, and then they re-released it as like Live Die Repeat. Is that what it's called oh. now? I thought that was just like the tagline. Yeah, it thought, was. I a think tag they line. just blew up the tagline they and put the title the tag line underneath then, it. But it's like that's such a better title. It's and such then, a better title. And then the manga it's based on is called "All You Need Is Kill." Like Whoa. that's fucking. Awesome. If you wanted yeah. everyone to go, you would call it "Tom Cruise Dies Three Hundred Times in This Movie," <laughs> yeah. and it would have made a billion dollars. Yeah. Be like Tom Cruise dies a whole bunch, and if you like him, he comes back sometimes, and if you don't, you can just watch him die a lot. Yeah, he's got a billion year contract, so <laughs> he will come back. <laughs> a billion year contract. Zenu, uh, baby. All right. Uh, we got to move on to a segment that will bomb. Uh, this is, I probably shouldn't say that, but no, it's going to be, okay, this is a game. <laughs> this is called movie, this is called, we, be, sort of like before Does every episode of this show sound like you're hosting for the first time? Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's actually the, yeah. yeah fuck you, Kyle. It does. Um, <laughs> But you have a very like Chris Farley show energy. The next segment, it's God damn it, I'm such an asshole. Uh, yeah, but why did I talk so much about movies? <laughs> like Chris Farley today. Um, and so yeah. this is going to be a ma- it's a mashup of like 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 Wheel of Fortune before and after. So it's two movie titles combined into one. I'm going to tell you the plot of the combined movie, and you have to tell me the title. Okay. So here I'll give you an example. Uh, a daughter returns home from studying abroad, much and is now engaged. Uh, and her dad must give away his little girl while people ask him for favors on this, the day of his daughter's wedding. <laughs> Die, and that no would be way. the godfather of the bride. Okay. Um, so we get that example. The rest of them aren't that long. This is a nightmare. 
Um, so thank, this you. Is, <laughs> thank you for coming to be this in is less, This is less about how much we know about movies and how good you are at puns. It's it's You know it's At Midnight with, isn't on the air anymore. You don't have to read us your packet. This is why. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. A village under attack from a sin-obsessed serial killer hire a group of samurai to defend them. Seven samurai. There you go. Uh, that's the... Uh, uh. All of the male superheroes are called away, and so it's up to the women superheroes to save the day. A Justice League of their own. Mike is crushing uh, it at this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. crushing it, and you guys don't even look like you're close <laughs> to oh, having no an idea. idea. Like I, no. said, I, right. I did at midnight 14 times. Yeah. This is just hashtag wars. <laughs> uh, a woman personally holds local authorities responsible for her daughter dying on 9-11. Taken something. No, I don't know. I just want to... Wait, what is it again? 9-11. Oh, oh, a woman personally holds <laughs> local yeah. authorities responsible for her daughter dying on 9-11. 2001. <laughs> Both movies are 2001. <laughs> yeah, I, have no. I don't know any 9/11 movies. Well, there's World Trade Center, and there's in- extremely loud and incredibly close. This is a fun segment called "What Are All Those 9/11 <laughs> Movies Again?" Yeah. Oh, there's one about the plane, right? You're 1993. Uh, yeah. Wait, what's mm. the thing? A woman. Okay, the other. The, that is the first. That is one of the movies. The other movie is about to come out. A woman personally holds local oh. authorities responsible for her daughter the Halle Berry one, right? dying aboard the down plane on September 11th. If the movie hasn't even come out, then why are we... <laughs> United yeah. 93 billboards. There you go. United 93 <laughs> billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> God. The movie with which we're all familiar. <laughs> what, what, I'm, just happy, for, I'm just happy movies coming out in Missouri. <laughs> all right. What next, was the answer? United 93 billboards What's outside 93 Ebbing, billboards? Missouri. It's a, Three Billboards is a movie with Francis McDormand that comes out soon. So you just out. plugged a movie coming out. <laughs> this yeah. will be out well after that movie has already not done that well. <laughs> this will be out well after that movie is on Amazon. Um, all all right. right. I'm guessing the next answer is The Florida Project X. Oh, that was the last one. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Florida Project Runway. Um, <laughs> and you get your Tim Gunn. All right. <laughs> So, so now we're going to do something called cast a remake. So we're going to take a movie from a past decade and we're going to figure out what your ideal cast and director is for this movie. And uh, it is Big Trouble in Little China. So have we seen Big Trouble in Little China? No. I have not. Is it a kung fu movie? I feel like I've seen No, clips. it's like Kurt Russell, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, John Carpenter movie. It's got movie. kung fu in it. It's got some yeah. John Carpenter in 1986. <laughs> I like, is it a kung fu movie? <laughs> it's got kung fu in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so then this will be mostly a Mike-focused situation here, because this is, he says it's one of your favorite movies. This is a movie you really like from this decade. Yeah. Um, so then we're looking at who who who's Jack Burton who replaces Kurt Russell if they remake Big Trouble in Little China. You can tell me who you think it would be. Yeah, so so the movie itself is... Uh, uh, Mike, do you want to describe the plot of the movie? Yeah, so the, can... the, the plot of the movie is Jack Burton is a, a badass uh, truck, truck driver. driver yeah. And um, he... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kim Cattrall uh, gets uh, kidnapped by Lopan, who is this like ancient um, like sorcerer, and uh, he's into girls with green eyes. Um, and uh, he's there with a with a friend of his whose girl is also kidnapped, and um, Victor Wong 
is in it and he's got magic powers and he's a good guy and mm-hmm. uh it's fucking awesome it's great so so then we'll think who you can even you can think who your ideal casting and then who you probably think they might do you know what i mean like but who's your ideal if someone has i to heard they want to do it with the they want to put the rock in everything i like the rock but i would i would say for jack burden um i'm gonna go with john ham Mm. I think he was so great in Baby Driver, yeah. And I don't think we've really seen him be enough of an action star yet. And I, I'd like to see him in an action film lead role. I think he's got a lot of charm. I think he's really funny. Um, so I go with John Hamm uh, as Jack Burton. That'd be great. Yeah, I don't think he gets enough. He's kind of just a bit right now. Yeah, I don't remember all the characters' names. I would go with um, uh, Gracie Law is uh, Kim Cattrall's character name, and Victor Wong is Egg Shen. All right, so for Egg Shen, I would go with Benedict Wong. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, he's great in Doctor Strange, and he's my favorite part of The Martian. So I go, I go Benedict Wong for Egg Shen. I would go for Gracie. Um, I don't know anything about women's eye color, uh, which I'm proud of. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I don't I've got my make... note on my phone of green-eyed women. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> uh... You know they can't see you when you watch a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we can change their eye color. That'll be where the, all the production costs will go into change. I saw, I saw a last action hero at an impressionable age and think I might have the magic ticket where they could be watching me, too. <laughs> Um, that's a great fucking movie. Um, I would say Gracie Law. I would. I'd go uh, Jessica Chastain. Like have like an awesome actress, and and do more with her. Just don't have her be the damsel. Have her be a badass too. I'd say have her be the one who fucking gets the upper hand on on Lopan. Great. And, and then who's directing it? You didn't ask who my Lopan would be. <laughs> no. Oh, who's your Lopan? I would. I would go James Hong. He's still alive. He. There's a scene where they show him like aging really terribly, and that's how he looks right now. Yeah. So I would just have him be like the super older <laughs> okay. version. He's still awesome. Yeah. Um, so that would be my low pan. Um, directing, I, I go, I man, the Taika Waititi. I think that guy, uh, after Thor Ragnarok, I want to see anything he's in. Okay. And I think he knows how to do big budget, super dumb fun with the heart. Which so. is exactly what this is. Exactly. That would be wonderful. Yeah. And if people are listening, send us who you think. If we're remaking the movie, send us who, who, who you guys think it should be, too. All right. It's time now. We're going to get into the scene. So so Fight Club is so, so much baggage with the movie Fight Club. Yeah. It is like... It, it seems like it's... I don't know if it's just I've gotten older or if the, everyone has come around on it, the movie. But everyone, it seemed to be everyone's favorite movie for six years. And if, if you had a MySpace page between <laughs> 2001 and 2007 and like making fun of or beating the shit out of Mike Lawrence, you love some <laughs> Fight Club and Boondock Saints. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it does get lumped in with Boondock Saints. It totally it's does. Like the, it was everyone's poster on their wall for two years and then everyone turned now, because I, they realized. I saw Boondock Saints, not Fight Club. The story of how I saw Boondock Saints is the most Boondock Saintsy story. <laughs> A guy teabagged me in freshman year of college. <laughs> He thought it'd be funny to just stick his balls in my face. Was it Peyton Manning? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, 
And uh, he apologized to me um, the next day. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry about sticking my nuts in your face. Uh, you want to come over and watch my favorite movie? <laughs> what? Boondock Saints. <laughs> yeah. And you did it? I did it, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Not much has changed. You'd be willing to go into what, <laughs> under most circumstances, seems like a trap. Yeah, but then like I watched the whole thing, and I was like, God, man, this movie fucking sucks, but I don't want him to teabag me. <laughs> so you had to pretend you like Boondock Yeah, Saints? yeah. So is this why you avoided Fight Club, because you never got a roundabout invite to <laughs> <Yeah>. someone's house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, uh, we're gonna. We're gonna I feel end. like someone's gonna just like fart in my face, give me pink eye, and then when I'm in the hospital, be like, "Hey, let's watch my favorite movie, Fight Club." <laughs> it's, it's the nurse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So, so for the the reading here, we're gonna do a reading. This is Mike's uh scene for Fight Club. Mike will be doing the like we don't do the stage directions. Yeah. Um. And it, do do we want to introduce who any? I think we 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 can do that. So, so playing Brad Pitt is going to be Dave. I will be playing Ed Norton, and playing the uh, cornucopia of other characters is going to be Teresa. All right. Yeah. All right. Fight Club. Interior. A fight club. <laughs> a bunch of dudes are circling around a pit. Every type of icky testosterone is here. This looks like if a Reddit thread fucked a GameStop line. <laughs> It's very broy. Imagine if Fight Club was mostly just the guys that are way too into Fight Club, but with some fun fighter types too. There's a fat, angry biker dude, a pent up yuppie, that Asian guy who is in every action movie from the 80s and 90s, including Big Trouble in Little China. I think his name is Al Nyong. Um, he's balding on the top, has long hair, and a big mustache. You know the guy. Uh, he's in Die Hard also. Um, Tiny Lister Jr. A blind man with a cane and Ed Norton. Let's go over the rules of Fight Club. I hate rules. Rules give order and bind us together. Let's fight. They start fighting and knock each other out. Fight Club, where violence and exclusivity get to mingle. (laughs) (laughs) Now for the rules of Fight Club. And remember, if you break a rule, you're out of Fight Club. Rule number one, do not talk about Fight Club. Rule number two... Wait, wait, is that really a rule? Yeah, the number one rule. I've got it tattooed somewhere you never want to see. Is it your dick? Y- yeah, it's my dick. Can we move on? There's a lot of rules. I just I just don't know if I could talk... If don't talk about Fight Club makes sense as a rule for Fight Club. It just seems like a dumb rule. It is not a dumb rule. It is a good rule. What if my wife, who I, th- I think is played by <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter, decides to make plans that night to go see a show or dinner and I've got Fight Club? You tell her you've got someone el- somewhere else to be and make sure you're here. It, it doesn't... I- is don't cancel on Fight Club one of the rules? No. But not talking about it is. That's, that's dumb. No, it's not. It's a very secret club and very cool. We want to keep it that way. <laughs> what if I get hurt? Like, if I get a tooth knocked out and from all the fu- during all the fighting, do I lie to the doctor? Yes. You tell him you fell or whatever. Something. I say I'm a violent sneezer. Hit my head a lot on things when I sneeze. I'm not, though. I'm really just headbutting dudes. I don't like lying to my doctor. He can't fully treat me if I'm not completely honest with him. You can go to a Fight Club approved doctor. Is there like a Fight Club card I can show him? Like if I give him the card that says I'm Ed from Fight Club, that works, right? We're not talking about it. Why are you making this so complicated? Yeah, it's fight o'clock. I want to be fighting now. <laughs> okay, let's continue. I just like how fun and how long Asian guy from every action movie's character name is. <laughs> and it like goes into the margin. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just thought of something else. Yuppie wakes up from being knocked out and spits out blood. What is it now? 
Yeah, like seriously, what is up with this dude? So haven't we been basically been talking about Fight Club for the last five minutes, just trying to illustrate how silly this rule is if you really think about it? I, I've asked questions about Fight Club, and you've answered them, and all we've done is talk about Fight Club. So aren't you talking about Fight Club and therefore breaking your own rule? Well, someone has to go over the rules. I, yeah, but it's... I've been talking about Fight Club. Yeah, you sure have. But what it really means is outside of Fight Club. It's okay to talk about Fight Club during Fight Club. But you didn't say that, did you? No. So but shouldn't you have to go? Shouldn't you? You've been talking about Fight Club too, you stupid dummy. (laughs) 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 No. How would I know what the rules are? No one's told them all to me yet. I've been trying to. A cell phone rings. Fat, angry biker dude answers it. Oh, hey, honey. No, you're supposed to pick up Jenny from piano class? Remember, I told you I had Fight Club today. Okay, thanks, honey. God damn it. You just broke the number one rule. Oh, well, I figured since you did it, it was okay. Lead by example, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Don't you have to leave now since you broke the rule? Yeah, you rule breaker. No respect for the rules. (laughs) Well, rule number two, which I was trying to get to, was that the leader of Fight Club can break all the rules of Fight Club. That's not rule number two. I know all the rules. I have them memorized. Rule number two is... Jesus, no. Never talk about Fight Club. Wait, wait, wait. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Brad Pitt takes out a gun and kills himself. <laughs> oh, Jesus, a little overdramatic much? Well, that sucks. I really wanted to fight. I had a stressful day at work, and now where do I put that pent-up rage? We need a leader to lead us. Don't worry, guys. I can do it. But you're the new guy. You just got here. Or am I? Ed Norton pulls off his face. <laughs> he reveals that he's Brad Pitt all along. Wait, you've been the same guy the entire time? I don't get it at all. I think it's genius. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Mike. So Very well done. Right. For those of us Honestly, who- completely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Directly out of the movie. Uh, the thing is, fat, angry biker dude is Meatloaf. <laughs> He's yeah. in the movie. And so is Jared Leto, And so right? is Jared Leto. Yeah. And, and so Meatloaf making another appearance here. I would say pretty close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except everyone tends to seem to just accept the rules. <laughs> Uh, and but Brad yeah, this is a deleted scene. <laughs> do, do they ever mention Fight Club in Fight Club? I think so. Yeah, yeah. They talk oh about yeah, Fight it definitely Club comes up in Fight Club a lot. Yeah, but I mean then this is one hundred percent right. Absolutely. It's one hundred percent breaking yeah. the rule. They immediately talk about it, yeah. and they kind of always talk about it around each other. With it, they always say up rule one, like they hint at talking about yeah. it to get around. They, they the first rule, they find loopholes immediately. It's like why would yeah. that be your rule? At some point, they all live together in a house, and then they talk about Fight Club, like, yeah, a lot. they do, and they also bury Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. At some point, Meatloaf dies. Is his name Meatloaf? I also haven't seen it. It's the actor's no, name. No, his name is, yeah. uh, no, he calls him something with tits, is his name, like, something really brash. What if he was a zombie, would you call him leftover meatloaf? His name is Robert Paulson. That's right. That's the biggest fucking thing in the movie. (laughs) They say that over and over again. Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson because there's some, I don't know, because something faux intellectual. Just (laughs) weird when you know a guy as meatloaf and he's like, I'm going to be Robert Paulson today. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. You're fucking meatloaf. Like, uh, you can't even be Salisbury steak. (laughs) (laughs) That's But it's true. He's too saucy. How are we going? (laughs) All right, everyone. I think you. I think you nailed it. Um, oh, thanks. I think you nailed the type of people that are in the Fight Club. It's got this like 
tone to the movie that sounds like a teenager watched one episode of Mr. Robot or something and had it all figured out. <laughs> yeah. And kind of wrote the entire thing. You know what it was, too, about why I haven't seen this movie? And never that, will. And never will. Is that, this, you know, this is the thing that happens a lot when people are like, oh, you, you've never seen it? You, you would totally love this movie. And so, like, when, <laughs> when people say that about something yeah. and you watch it, all you're thinking about is how they see you as a person. Mm. Oh, like, sure. Oh, yeah. shit. Because they, <laughs> they, they're like, Mike likes... Mike and Fight Club are the same thing in my brain. Yeah, he's an angry dude who wants to fight. <laughs> I remember me and my dad had like a, a big argument about um, Unbreakable because I thought Unbreakable was boring as shit. But he's like, "This is perfect for you." And I was like, and then "You don't went, know oh. me." And 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 so I went and he he had rented it for three days, and on the first day he watched it. Then I watched it on the second day, and we just had a talk of like, "Dad." I don't think you know who I am. <laughs> you thought I'd like unbreak. You thought I'd like a movie just where a- the comic book shop is just a gallery of comic books because M Night Shyamalan doesn't understand that comic book shops exist. Just another case of M Night Shyamalan pushing families apart. Yeah, <laughs> another notorious case. Uh, so I, my dad's ego was so fragile you could call him Mister Class. <laughs> I like that you just don't like a movie, but some part of it sticks with you so long. I reference shit all the time. Yeah, I don't yeah, like. yeah. That's, yeah. Imagine how few references you'd have if you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the Fight Club where you go to you, the person who all of your people who want you to see Fight Club, you go to the Fight Club and then you're just shitting on everyone, like roasting everyone while they're like, you're just like, are you guys seriously fighting each? And you're just you roasting them in the yeah. corner. That I would get into. Yeah, it's like the year anniversary of Fight Club, and they had a comedy show to yeah, celebrate. It's just called. Yeah. <laughs> It's just called Spite Club. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have we're we're getting we're at the end here, and now we have two more. Uh, you remember from the beginning, Dad oh, movie yes. trailer watch <laughs> I guest love movie. This. And so we got we got two, and yes. they, I think they get a little bit progressively harder. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, whenever we're ready for for numero number two. There's one person that loves this segment that, like, now that that 45-minute intermission is out of the way. We're figuring out that's going to be most people. (laughs) This will be them going through our ads. Could you, like, advance where he does a pun version so you combine both games? (laughs) Then we we can't fill the hour. (laughs) A little teaser there. Wait. What was her name? That's not... So she wants to be an elephant, and he just wants people to like him. She has an interesting style. It's definitely cold where they are. He is worried about getting brain damage. What? Okay, so he's hooked up to this machine, and she is running around outside, and then the man in the underwear seems to have missed the whole thing up. He's trying to find the main guy through the computer. Is that the main guy's brain? I'm going to say yes. This seems like a happy movie, except everyone is whispering or yelling. No in between. Wait, is he a baby? He wants his mom. Maybe she is his mom. Or he's pretending to be a kid. Huh. Right, almost the, too obvious. Yeah. Is it Benjamin Button? It's not Benjamin Button. Oh, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. So let's break down some details Wait, there. elephant. Yeah, yeah that's what threw me. Yeah. She wants to be an elephant? <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be an oh. elephant? 
only movie I could think of. Any trailer with an elephant. elephant in it. And what else? What else was in there? There's a Hooked brain. Hooked up to a machine. Hooked up to a machine. Computer. The Matrix? There's a guy in his underwear messing it up. Yeah. His underwear. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's, um... Eternal Sunshine. It is Eternal Sunshine. Oh, okay. and it's Mark Ruffalo in his underwear, right? Oh, messing yeah, the whole thing. Where is there an elephant? He yeah. d- I, don't I don't remember. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I was like, maybe it's like a like a romantic thing because like maybe she they're like talking and she's doing this or something. Yeah, that could be it. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say she was You're doing good an arm at this thing. game. I like that movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. One more. <laughs> hey, Gordon. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. <laughs> Everyone spends most oh, of the movie shaking this box. <laughs> it stars female Zorro. What? And everything is like a trip. Yellow and green. Probably for effect. <laughs> so there's a girl with creepy eyes. And then a lot of men looking around. I figure probably for her. She just wants to help other people. She turns into water and has a lamp that is a real pig. What? I can say this is probably in France. <laughs> okay, before you guess, first off, big shout out to my parents who won't even turn their TV off to make these. <laughs> you just hear, no one has ever gotten this one. We did this one before on uh, 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 just like playing around with it, and I've played it for a couple people independently. I'd say we're probably like, what, like, Andrew, like 12 people have heard this one, 15, and no one's ever got it. Is right. it a common movie that we've probably seen? You will, you, once I say the name of the movie, you've heard oh, it. Wait, I'm going to guess Moana. It. it is not Moana. Moana has been guessed, though. I think, yeah, female well, like, Zorro is the one. The I feel eyes, like... though, that's an important thing. It turns into and water. Everyone's yeah. looking for her. And the box. In the but they spend the whole movie shaking yellow the box. Green. Is it a su- maybe it's a superhero movie? That's what I'm trying to think. Uh, dis- wait, what was the end of it? They said what happened? He said there's oh, a lamp she- that's oh, a real a lamp pig, that's a pig, and he can say this probably in is France. in France. Amelie? It is Amelie. Oh! <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, damn. And last time we had to watch the trailer with it. Because no one believed, but that's it. It's Amelie. That's great. Uh, this has been Never Seen It. Thank you, Dave Ross. Thank you, Teresa thank Lee. You. Thank you, Mike Lawrence. Uh, thank you. Uh, for sharing your fight club with us today. And thank you guys for listening. It's a good show.